What is up, guys? It is just uh, me, Matt, today. Um, unfortunately, uh, Nolan and Emery could not make it today. It's going to be a tough next couple of weeks, um, just with busy schedules. Uh, obviously not the best start that we wanted to get off to uh, against the Heat. Not the worst. We're still, we still win one game. But I felt like uh, uh, right now that we are definitely the better team in this series. Um, I think it's pretty clear. I think we just had a really, I feel like, two bad quarters. We had the third quarter in game one, and we had the first quarter in game three uh, last night. Yeah, last night. And those have really just been kind of the the two quarters that really killed us. Because, I, I mean, obviously, obviously it doesn't make a big difference. But um, I thought outside of that we played pretty well for most of the game. Um, especially in the second half of last night's game. Uh, Jalen Brown really stepped up as that guy we, we've been talking about being that number two option. The guy can step up if Tatum is having an off night, which he was. But at the end of the day, uh, it certainly wasn't enough to to beat the Heat last night, even without Jimmy Butler for the entire second half. Um, I think that if we do want to be the Heat, I do think we're going to need to be a complete unit, which includes making sure Marcus Smart is healthy, um, getting Rob Williams back healthy because it allows us to do a lot of the things that really will frustrate the Miami Heat. Obviously, Jimmy Butler is not an incredible shooter. So being able to have that size with both Al Horford and Rob on the court all at once, like at the same time, like I think that really can frustrate Jimmy, uh, Jimmy driving to the paint, obviously being able to give more, uh, more size down low against Bam who was an absolute monster last night. I don't know his exact stat line, but I know coming in, I was feeling pretty good the first few games. I think he was only averaging like six and a half points or something something like that. He wasn't really making much of an impact the first two games, um, at least on the offensive end. But last night, he really exploded and really dominated with Rob being out. Um, so far this series, we've primarily have gone with Grant Williams on Rob. I mean, on, uh, sorry, excuse me, Bam. And it really hasn't worked too, too well. I'm um, in a 79 possessions. Rob had, uh, not Rob, I keep saying Rob. Bam has attempted 13 field goals, made eight of them at 61% clip. Um, and he only has one turnover. Actually, our best defender against Bam has been Rob, who, of course, we've only had for, for the two games. He's only guarded him for about five minutes of game time, about 23 possessions. And he has not even attempted a shot while being guarded by Rob. Um, I think Rob's size and length and athleticism might bother him. Obviously, um, Bam's not really a guy that's going to be looking to post up very much. A lot of his looks are going to be him cutting the basket. I think just Rob having that size inside and that elite athleticism is really going to frustrate him, really create some differences. Um, I think that aside from last, last night's game, I think they did a very good job with Rob and with others on the team to really kind of frustrate Bam and not allow him to get easy rolls to the basket, which is obviously his bread and butter. Um, Jimmy's played pretty well this series. I do think we've defended him fairly well. Uh, I think the big the big key is just not turning the ball over and playing better defense than we did in the first quarter. We cannot be allowing, uh, I believe it was what, 38 points in the first quarter the other night. Um, clearly that won't, won't lead to winning basketball. I think if we do that limit the turnovers, like I said, I think we are the better team in the series. Um, just some other kind of things talking about Celtics related. Uh, we did have Marcus Smart and Rob Williams. Obviously, Marcus Smart wasn't a big surprise. We named the all defensive first team. I believe received 99 out of the possible 100 votes. And Rob was named to the second team, which I believe I had predicted earlier. I think Emory had him on first team. I did have him on the second team. 
but super cool to see Rob getting recognized. Um, I'm sure one of many all defensive teams he's going to make in his future. Um, good to see him get started this year. Um, going forward, we have another game uh, probably tonight when you're listening to this. Um, right now it's Sunday, Sunday night that I'm recording, but you guys probably be listening Monday morning or Monday at some point. Um, obviously a pivotal game. We really laid a stinker to start in Boston, but the Celtics so far, I believe we're undefeated. I think we're 6-0. and That doesn't sound right. I think we're like 4-0 in the playoffs following a loss um, this postseason. So I think we'll come back. We'll bounce back. We'll get the win in game four. I do think the Celtics can still win the series in as few as six games, um, six or seven games, obviously. Um, we only have one of those two options at this point now, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics were able to rattle off um, three straight with the with the talent that this team has, and if all of our guys are healthy and playing well, I think it's expected to have Tatum have a stinker every once in a while. I'm glad we got it out um, last night. So hopefully the rest of the series he can be his dominant self. I think he's going to take that as a challenge. I think he um, expects more of himself. I think he really tries to compete with the best players in the league, like we've seen him do in the past couple series with Kevin Durant and Giannis. I think he'll continue to step into the challenge against Jimmy Butler, who in his own right is playing like a guy that's arguably a top 10 player in the league right now. Um, obviously, maybe not usually looked at as a score, but he's been pretty pretty effective scoring the basketball this entire postseason. So um, we definitely have to respect his ability to score the basketball. He's obviously a great facilitator, great defender. But I think we're just a more complete team. I think the Heat have so many holes defensively that we can attack. Um, mostly, I'm just thinking of like Max Struess and Gabe Vincent and Duncan Robinson when he has uh, the brief time that he has played during the series. Um, those guys should be easy buckets almost every single time. Uh, and on the Celtics perspective, really the only guy I feel like you can ever attack is um, Peyton Pritchard or if Daniel Tice is out there, which is another thing. I really think that even with Rob being out, I really don't think you play Tice. I was singing a lot of high praises of Tice during that Brooklyn series because he was playing well enough to kind of like keep the Celtics heads above water whenever he was in because we were without Rob for majority of that series. And I just think that in this series, he's been getting exposed. And I bet if I, I mean, I, I can't imagine he has a very good um, plus minus. It seems like every time he's on the court, he has not been very effective at all. Um, just defensively, they're kind of able to attack him because he's the only one that's really not a super switchable uh, player. Obviously, like um, Rob, we don't really think of as being super switchable, but he's still athletic enough and still can contest shots well enough that he can make up for a lot of that lack of lateral quickness and still is very effective at guarding some smaller players. Obviously, Al, that's kind of his his calling card is being able to switch on to smaller defenders as a big man which has been huge um, during these playoffs. Obviously, Al's played a huge role defensively. He's looked like a guy that probably was deserving of an all-defensive team if he was able to play the way he's been playing this postseason um, during the regular season this year with the consistency he's been playing at. Um, no, but the the one thing that's really been frustrating is is seeing these Tice minutes. Obviously, once again, he is a guy that you have kind of expect to be your backup center. You don't want him on the court very much, but he's been, I think, playing far too much in the absence of Rob or in the absence of some of the other big men we've seen. And it seems like every single time he's in, it is just he is just just eating minutes alive, like just burning minutes. Um, let me look at this playoffs. Let's see how he's doing in each of these series. 
currently pulling up his numbers now. I just I just know it's not very pretty. Um, you know, his postseason as total, he's, he's minus 1.5 per game. I'd be interested to see what those numbers would be like specifically against uh, against the Miami Heat because it seems like he has just played awfully. I mean, Bam, Bam ate him up a couple years ago. He's eating him up this year. Um, the teams are able to attack him defensively. I just don't really think there's a spot for Tice. Um, he's not really particularly shooting the ball very well either. Um, in this series, which maybe is the one the one thing you might be like, okay, well, at least maybe he's spacing the court a little bit. He's not doing that. I just think we'd be better off going with a, maybe a smaller lineup because I know, like I mentioned earlier, I know that we need the physicality. Like I said, I really prefer it with Al and Rob, but I don't think Tice really really impacts that physicality very much because he isn't able to um, really defend what, what uh, Bam does best and be able to roll the rim. Like Tice isn't the guy that's really an elite rim protector. He isn't a guy with, with that crazy athleticism like we see with Rob. So I really don't think he's impacting the game very positively. I'd rather have a lineup that could create more spacing, maybe Pritchard in there, maybe a lineup with another ball handler like Derek White or just maybe another switchable defender. Um, or just a guy like Grant who obviously does a little bit of both, can space the court and and uh, play the lead defense. I know shortening the bench isn't ideal, and these guys are already getting worked pretty hard. But I also think at this point um, – I think I think we need it. Um, so other things from around the league, we have the Warriors series game two. You guys will know the result of the Warriors, um, the Warriors Mavericks. I don't see this game really being much of a, a series. I really think the Warriors are just going to dominate the series. I wouldn't be surprised if it's over in five games. I don't know what my prediction was before the series started, but I think no, I said the Suns. I thought I thought the Suns would win the series um, when we last talked. But I just don't think that the uh, the Mavs have enough guys, and I think their offense is too Luka centric. No matter how good of a player you are, I think you can't have your whole offense be super dependent on you like it currently is. Um, some other takes. Those are the only NBA things. Lakers um, looking for head coaches. I don't think anyone really want to take that job when you have LeBron. I think on his way out. Uh, and we also have the draft lottery with the Orlando Magic going number one. Um, I'm putting my take out here right now. I do not like Chet Holmgren as a prospect. I don't know what it is. I think it's just he's too skinny. And I get that people said the same thing about Kevin Durant. But when you look at Chet Holmgren, he's considered a big man. He's not considered a forward like Kevin Durant was. When he was drafted, Like people like labeled him as like a, a wing, like a 2-3 combo. Like No one thought he was going to be playing the power forward position initially. Whereas Chet, it looks like he's going to be a big man. And I just don't think he can be a 195-pound big man. Like, I don't care how skilled and how talented he is. I know he's a great shot blocker, but I just don't really love him as a prospect. I really would rather probably go with uh, with Jabari or Paolo in that spot, but I don't, I don't know the Magic are in that position for a reason. So, um, other news: the Red Sox finally, finally getting on a little bit of a, a little bit of hot streak thanks to Trevor Story. Um, they're maybe turning the season around a little bit. They were able to win with a walk-off grand slam from French from Franchi Cordero. Uh, and not too much else. I know I've talked about a lot about um, some of my movie takes. Um, I really did like Doctor Strange. I know I gave the, the spoiler-free review. I know Emery was excited to talk about the Northmen. Um, but I'll make sure to bring some, especially if, if worse comes to worse, which hopefully it does not. 
hopefully by this time next week, hopefully, I know we're still going to be talking at least, but I think next time I see you, I might have to take next week off. Hopefully by next, this time next week, we'll still be, uh, they'll still, they'll still be competing in that series or this time, two weeks from now, we'll still be competing or the Celtics would have moved on to the, to the NBA finals, which I do think they stand a very good chance against whoever comes out of the West. Like I still believe in the Celtics. I think they're the better team. A lot of it has to do with, I think, the maturity of of the guys, especially the star players you're seeing. Like I said, the turnovers. Like, There's no excuse for the Celtics not to have won the other night. I think they out-rebounded them. They had more defensive rebounds. I think they had like 20 more free throws than them. Um, Jalen Brown had a 40-point game. Like A lot of things were in the Celtics' favor. And all the things should help them win, but they just got sloppy. Like in a big game, they're just making careless mistakes, and I think a lot of that has to do with some of the some of the inexperience. I know these guys are pretty playoff tested, as even as young guys, but you don't see the super veteran teams doing that a whole lot. So I think they obviously need to clean that up. Once again, I know I spoke on that earlier, but I I do think the Celtics are the better team in the series, whether win or lose. I think they're they're much more talented. Um, they don't have any weak spots defensively, whereas the Heat do. I think the Celtics have two legit scores where the Heat have only really won. The only person I really can trust on that team to put the ball in the hoop is Jimmy Butler. Um, we saw for Bam early in the series. First few games he really didn't do anything. So I really I really like where this team's at. I do think the Celtics can come back. I believe in the Celtics. Um, and I'm still sticking to my prediction as of right now, Celtics in six. And then hopefully – um, next time I'm speaking to you guys, we'll be talking about the NBA Finals against most, more than likely the Golden State Warriors. So with that, I know it's a short pod today. We'll leave you about 14 minutes. See you guys next week.